The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. Have you ever been listening to NPR and thought to yourself, gosh, I love the human interest aspect, the dulcet voices of the hosts, the promise of totes, but I just hate how true it all is. That's where we come in. It's This American Lie, an hour of improvised NPR. We're a lot like that other show, but we make it all up in front of a live audience every second Saturday at the Nerdist School stage. Find show and ticket information at NerdistSchool.com or catch the podcast on the Nerdist School Network. Search for us on iTunes. La 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 da dum dum. You want to know what my problem is? I'm screwed. That's my problem. I can't win. I'm trying to atone for a hundred years of unthinkable evil. Newsflash, I never can. Never going to be enough. Now I got Wolfram and Heart dogging me. It's too much. 200 highly intelligent law school graduates working full-time driving me crazy. Why the hell is everyone so surprised that it's working? But no. Angel, why are you so cranky? Angel, you should lighten up. You should smile. You should wear a nice plaid. Oh, not this season, honey. Redemption. Darla had a shot at redemption. They took it from her. Now I'm going to have to hunt her down and kill her. I'm going to do it. I'm going to kill her. And then I'm going to burn that law firm to the ground. My crew, they couldn't handle that. That's good. That means they're still human. That means they're better off fire. You kind of left them in the cold. It's a lot colder in here. Today on Tall, Dark, and Broody, we have a very special guest. The purple-haired goddess of Los Angeles, Jen Kleinrock. Welcome, Jen. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I have to apologize to you for, I think, like the fifth time because Wesley's still still not not wearing leather pants. (laughs) Those leather pants are gone. Yeah. They're (laughs) never coming back. back. They're hanging in his closet. They're waiting. Yeah. There's some... Well, you you don't get rid of leather pants. You... God, you cannot get rid of leather pants. Super can't. Do you own leather pants? No. Have you ever owned leather pants? No. Have you? No. But I'm just saying, like... They wouldn't be comfortable. No, they're not comfortable. I feel like pleather pants were a thing for a while. Yes. In the, like, yeah. late 90s, maybe. Leather leggings Ooh. are a thing. Those yes. are a thing now. And they sometimes will have, like, a different material on the knee, so mm-hmm. that way... You can you bend, can your, bend knees. your knees. <laughs> And not like once you bend it, there's like a little <laughs> pocket like where it's stretched Ouch. around your yeah. knee. Oh, so you can never stand yeah. again. <laughs> you have to constantly be sitting. I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world. Although I think sitting in leather pants would be really uncomfortable. Unco- oh god! And there's you're getting a yeast infection yeah. for sure. Everything's locked in. Everything's staying. That's what why is- chaps exist. Uh, ah, yeah. It's for like yeasties. that episode. Well, there's that episode of Friends where Ross. They get buys stuck. leather pants, and then yeah. he's like at this date's house and is putting lotion and baby powder okay, and paint on his legs. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And he takes them off because he has to poop. He takes them off because he has to go to the bathroom, and then well, and then but yeah, I guess so he's he pooing. Which, or he got he too hot. Sweaty. Oh, he was oh. sweating, oh, and then might, the sweat yeah. made them shrink. And his he was hot, so he was expanded. He was and then they were could shrinking. not. Return them. What to would you do body? if you open the if someone is at your house on a date? They they, they in there for a long time. And you're like, is everything cool? And they you open the door because you're worried about them. Yeah, and then they are, and you think they might have bailed. At they this might. Point. Yeah, like, they're not the responding. Window. They're yeah. not responding for a while. A while. <laughs> and you open the door, and their leather pants are around their knees. 
and they're just and they're ha- and they have paste on their legs. And they have paste. Would you have, be able to have immediate empathy? Like, would you immediately be like, "Oh no, are you no, okay?" I would immediately be like, "What happened?" I would be like, "What's going on in here?" I think what I would immediately doing? start laughing. Like, I would feel bad about yeah, it later would, if the person yeah. was like hurt, but I immediately would be like, "What the fuck?" You know? Yeah, I yeah. would. I would be like, "What?" I really <laughs> admire people who empathy is their first reaction. Yeah, to no, things. laughter's laughter is always mine. Mm-hmm. Laughter or anger, <laughs> depending <laughs> on what it is. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Laughter and anger. Yeah. I'm going to have empathy better when, like, I have a little distance. Like, if you're telling mm-hmm. me a story, I will have, like, immediate empathy. Although I feel like if I, I was – Witness not, it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's harder. Yeah. I mean – Because you're assaulted by it in your eyes. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and your brain is trying to figure out what the hell yeah, is happening. Right. Yeah. And for me, laughing is such, like, a nervous – Me too. Like, I don't know what's happening, so I'm going to laugh. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I think I would laugh. And if then the person's, like – this is really hard for me. I'm embarrassed. I would then be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, okay, you walk in. Impossible. <laughs> I'm just picturing them also for some reason just completely nude and their clothes are on the floor. Oh, and they're like, oh, I can't get back in. And it's David Schwimmer. It's David Schwimmer. <laughs> there would be so much. Okay. If uh, Here's the thing. If you've got a paste and you're naked, get in the shower. Yeah, wash, just wash the paste it off. off. Put but on a you, towel. You can't ever put those pants back on, though, if they get wet. I would think, I think I would help you out. I think here's the thing. If the person I knock on the door, uh-huh. they don't say anything. Uh-huh. I hear the shower go. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then yeah, I knock on the door, and the person goes, "Funny story." They would like set me in the yeah. mood, and I'd be like, "What's up?" And, like I need pants. I would bring them sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. I would be yeah. like, here. If I got in that situation and they're knocking, I would be like, "Please don't laugh when you come in." <laughs> <laughs> something really bad happened. Can you just? I'm like, help I'm me. having an issue. Yeah, there's <laughs> a problem. Yeah, because especially because it's not a poop issue. No, yeah, it's like not. it's nothing gross. It's just I, I, yeah. I would it's probably lead with there. It's nothing gross. Yeah, yeah. There's no poop. It's no just poop. Just pants. There's a pants and <laughs> I, pants and paste. Situation. I used a lot of your lotion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, at least they didn't jump out the window. Yeah. Right? They're still trying. Yeah. I think. The more explaining at the top, the easier things are. When yeah, the when the door opens. Yeah. <laughs> the door opens. Oh. Yeah. Take those pants all the way off and put a towel around your waist. Yes. Yeah. I mean, oh it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you walk in and they're wearing a towel around their waist? <laughs> be That's like, better than having, like, yeah. weird paste on your weird, legs. Weird paste. <laughs> Just shower so fast. Shower so But fast. also, lotion doesn't come off in the shower that well. No. So that would be. You know, you need some kind of strong soap to yeah. counteract the lotion yeah. to remove it. I mean, but I, I think you give up on the pants. I think you those borrow pants some are, sweatpants. Those pants are gone. gone. I think maybe you leave in some They're never pants. going back on. Yeah. No. They're garbage you pants. Just yes. garbage pants. Yeah, you just have to ask for something else. Yeah, be like, what? Give me your, pajamas. Just me ask me, pants. what's your biggest pajamas, right? Yeah, just <laughs> give me your big give, old pajamas. Give me your biggest pajamas. <laughs> and we're gonna <laughs> give me your tiniest pajamas. <laughs> give me your littlest, babyest pajamas. Can I have some baby pajamas? <laughs> okay, hold on. So, okay, okay, you go in. He's <laughs> not wearing anything. His pants are on the floor. He's got a towel on his waist, and he says, "Give me baby pajamas." <laughs> I think then I would like- laugh. But in my head, I'd be like, oh, my God. I need this person out of my house. I would kick him out. I would kick him out right away. (laughs) I think the way to play it. Without pants on. (laughs) The way to play it is not to make a joke. I think If you're the guy. I think the way to play it is just befuddled embarrassment. Yeah. Because then I will be like, I'll laugh, but I'll also be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Whereas if you try to be funny about it, I'm like, 
Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. This is not a joke. It depends on how they're gonna be funny. Like if they are think being funny is asking for baby pajamas. (laughs) Like then that's just a doomed relationship from the start. (laughs) What if they like tried to turn it into like a come on? Or like, hey, let's take a shower. I would like my pants are already off. My pants aren't coming back on. (laughs) What date is this? This is the first date? It was the first date in Friends. In Friends it was the first date, I think. Yeah, that's first why thing. he was trying to impress her with that's leather right, the pants. Leather pants. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think I would be shocked at the presumptuousness. Yeah, yeah. Again, I like honesty. So if you told me you can't put your pants back on, I would be more sympathetic yeah. than if you tried to come on to me. Yeah, because I'd be like, I, and also I'd be like, mm, are you trying to come on? Like, I like this is weird. You have paste on your legs yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> pants on the floor. <laughs> And it's hollow anyways, like I that does not scream sexy <laughs> yeah. to me. So like I feel like it like it like whispers it. Yeah, it's like sexy. Sexy. <laughs> but it's like really windy too, so I kinda can't hear it. Like there's like a like, sexy. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh my god. Oh friends. We done? <laughs> or we just threw our jacket off her shoulders. I was getting a little warm. <laughs> too thinking sexy about for you. sexy pace. So um you came back for some fun episodes. Still no badass Wesley yet. No. The very, 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 very beginning of Blood Money. I was really hopeful. <laughs> yeah. Because he's really intense for like a quick sack. And then it's and about then it's risk. Just playing risk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? Oh. He does get like a Poirot moment. I was just going to say Poirot. Oh. Wow. Because he's wearing that white suit. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's trying to be evocative. And he's really good. He's very um, good. But it, that's not. <laughs> he's not sexy. Um. Okay, so the episodes we're talking about this week are Blood Money and Happy Anniversary. These are two interesting pairing. It's an interesting pairing of episodes because one of them is so much about Wolfram and Hart and one doesn't. Like mentions them once and then yeah. never again. Yes, mentions them in the emotional climax of the yes. episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but doesn't really deal with them in general. Because yeah. Wolfram and Hart seems to not know about this impen- this version of the apocalypse. Yeah. Which yeah. is confusing because they talked about the apocalypse and blood money, and then there it was like the apocalypse, apocalypse is coming and happy anniversary, and I was like, oh cool, this is it, yeah, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't. <laughs> no, totally, and it's like because yeah, it's a weird thing because it's one episode I think is so much about the season long arc, and then one is a one off, but putting them next to each other is confusing. <laughs> it's such a weird misdirect because yeah, like I mean, like you were touching on Jen when it's like. The first one is so like mythology heavy, like Wolfram and Hart is here, like they're the big bads. Oh my God, what's going to happen? And you're then when they say, kids. yeah, they're, they're taking away from these street children. Money from children, literally. <laughs> literally. And then we come to like the, like one of the first lines in the next episode is like the apocalypse is tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like, okay, We're, is it from I'm, Wolfram and Hart? Yeah. And then it's just like this monster of the week, like. Yeah. I have a lot to say about this man, but <laughs> we should talk about blood money. Doctor Man, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Oh, Give yeah. him the respect he deserves. Yes. Doctor man. man. Oh God. Okay, but blood money starts with a game of risk. A game, a game of, of two player risk in the- Cordelia's beautiful, beautiful Silver Lake apartment. Oh, so beautiful. I was hoping we get a Dennis nice. cameo. Do you know about Dennis? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping we would just get, even if it was just a reference. Mm-hmm. Like Dennis is saying, you guys got to leave. He wants to get. He has to work. In the yeah. yeah, I would love if she used him as an excuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know this other guy. 
Gun. Gun. He's Gun. new. We like Does him. Does he have a first and last name or is that the only thing that he's referred to? Charles Gun. Charles Gun. But okay. he goes by Gun. Because I got I got Gun when they were having the the name off yes. mm-hmm. for their new business. <laughs> <laughs> Which how are they not I mean I get that the old one was Angel Investigations. But Gun and Chase is a great name. Gun and Chase. <laughs> Gun Chase Price. Gun John, John uh, Chase Wyndham Price. Gun Chase. Wyndham Yeah. I feel like Gun Chase and Associate is pretty Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So Wesley gets to be an associate. Um, I also wrote that dance was so weird. Poor Charisma Carpenter. How she has to be like, I'm gun and I've got a gun. I was like, that was so embarrassing to watch. And like, I'm just imagining them like trying to get her to really feel it. And she's like, this is really fucking lame. And I have to keep doing this. (laughs) It's because I think they're trying to show that these three people are becoming closer friends. I mean, they're hanging out. They're playing board games. Yeah. But, like, they don't feel comfortable with each other. Yeah. Like, even... Yes. Like, they seem... Yeah. They seem like they're assigned still. It's it's weird because it's, like, every time one of them talks, it just looks like the other two are, like, watching and waiting rather than, like... Listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's like they're waiting for their line. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is... I don't I know. I wonder if the, if the actors are just, like, weren't feeling each other. I wonder. I wonder. I have no idea. Because I feel like sometimes screen chemistry can't be faked when off-screen chemistry can't be faked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's totally true. I wonder if there was like a weird... We'll never know. <laughs> no way to find that out. Gun, gun, gun. Gun, gun. I'm gun and I've got a gun. <laughs> Which, by the way, does he ever have guns? No, like never. <laughs> Is he never. just a normal, regular human? Here's his backstory. It's kind of okay. awesome. So he's from South Central. Okay. And he grew up in Los Angeles. It's where he always lived. But then a bunch of vampires started coming and picking off people in his neighborhood. So he essentially, like, got a posse. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, And when I say posse, I mean it, like, in the Wild West sense. Like, he got a bunch of people together. He trained them so they could come back and fight the vampires. Cool. And he was, like, the leader. And he – so he, like, just, like, street justice. And he would, like, take down, like, all the vampires. Yes. And then he had the sister that he was trying to protect. And she got she turned died. into a vampire. <gasps> no. And he had to. No. Yeah. yeah. So he's got inner pain. And he's sort of, like, honestly, the most heroic of any he of is people. Because I believe that. When he's killing her, because the vampires, they still have the memories from when they were humans. Yeah. She's talking about, like, how they grew up together. Because mm-hmm. she's just, like, manipulating him. Yeah. And she's like, oh, like, remember, like, when we were kids, we did this, that, and whatever. And he's like, I remember. And then he has to kill her. Yeah. Aww. So he, for Poor sure, guy. is a chosen hero. Like, he's chosen, like, I'm yeah. going to yeah. do this thing. Because he could have left his town or he could have just, he could have done a million things. But instead, he, like, stayed in his city and said, I'm going to fight for my city. Whereas, like, Cordelia kind of lucked into, not lucked into it, but she, like, got Went to high school with them. Yeah. She, like, yeah, and she has visions, so she can't yeah. leave it. Yeah. And Wesley has, like, this watcher thing. So, like, they all kind of, but Gunn, like, chose this life. Oh, yeah. And I, I really, like yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, I like him a lot, too. Um, But they're yeah. still figuring out what to do with him, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Yes, they're trying to figure out how to best write his dialogue. He I'd had say. like three lines in this whole two episode. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. He like I feel like the three of them were like not very present in these two episodes. No, which is kind of fine. I mean, the storylines, especially in the first episode, I think I cared much less about them. The second story, the second episode, their storyline was fine. Like I it liked fi- it, but it neither like, of them were like as important as what was going on. No, back but at it the was ranch. like a yeah. nice. It was a nice break. Like okay, now they're solved. 
hey, they got it. They're depressed. Oh, look, yeah. they got a case. Oh, look, they solved it. Oh, look, they're partying and going on without him. Yeah, like, I have a lot of feelings about the scene in the in Happy Anniversary where Wesley was playing Mr. Body. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. But we can get to that later. All right, let's stick with Blood Jumping Money. ahead. Um, also, okay, so Angel does a fake meet. Fake meet cute. Fake meet cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know it was a fake meet cute at first. (laughs) I was like, hey, this is cute. (laughs) This is kind of cute. Here's the thing that people who've watched all of the Buffyverse know is this character. We've met her three times. Okay. We first met her when Buffy ran away from home to live in L.A. Mm -hmm. Oh, and ended up at that shelter? Yeah. Okay. She was a teen runaway. Got it. Yeah. And she... Right, yeah, and then she like took over when Buffy was like, "I must go back to Sunnydale." Oh no, this girl was a teen when Buffy was a teen. Okay, they, so they were like both aged teens. her. A Got bit. it. So they were both teens. This girl and she had a horrible boyfriend. Blah blah blah. And then she was part of a death cult. But anyway, so Yikes. so Buffy like freed her from the cult, and she had a different name when we first met her. I think it was Lily. Lily, and then Chanterelle. Right? No, and, we, no, no, Anne. Lily and Chanterelle. So, like Anne. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting there. Wait, is it, oh, you know what? Chanterelle first. Chanterelle was first. That's and right. She's, so right. Season two, on. Buffy. And yeah. she's supposed to be actually the same character every time. Yeah, I'm not just the same, same actor. Okay, so let me start. Let me let's start all over. Okay. <laughs> okay. So one day, and it's so funny because this is like my favorite episode of Buffy, and I forgot that it came, came first. Okay. So one day, Buffy meets this group of vampire worshiping humans who just think vampires are so cool. Okay. They wear like goth makeup. They have parties. They talk about the Dark Lord, all this stuff. Have they ever met a vampire? Exactly no. So <laughs> Exactly no. no. <laughs> so one of them makes like a deal with the vampires. They can all t- get turned. No. It's Spike that he makes deal with. Okay. I don't know if you've met Spike. I haven't met him, but I've heard about him a okay. lot in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, and then when it becomes clear, like Spike's just going to murder everyone. This character, this girl, Chanterelle, which is the name of a mushroom, mm-hmm. yes. but this is her chosen vampire name. It's like a funky looking mushroom, too, Yeah, it's right? like yeah. wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. So she is traumatized because she's like, oh, my God, they were going to kill all of us. And Bubby's like, yeah, they're vampires. <laughs> they're not good people. Um, and so then a year later, Buffy has run away from home, is living in, in L.A. as with her middle name, which is Anne. And she's working at a diner. And so she's, Buffy is Anne. Yes. She meets Chanterelle, who's now going by Lily. Mm-hmm. And Chanterelle is dating this skeezy guy, and she's a runaway, and she looks like a heroin addict. And it's supposed to actually be the same character? It's the yeah. same character. Because okay. Buffy's even, like, I've yeah. seen you. I know okay, you. And cool. then she's like, what happened to you? And she's like, oh, I'm just in love with this guy. Like, they look like they're on drugs, but the show doesn't say that. Okay. It's very it's heavily implied. implied. And yes. then they get recruited by... They, like all the runaway te- teens, get recruited by this evil death cult that exists in a parallel dimension underneath the city. Great. And Buffy <laughs> frees everyone. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm the Slayer. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. And then she goes back to Sunnydale because she's like, okay. Buffy goes back to Sunnydale. She's like, all right, I, got, I have a mission. I have a lot. I got to go back. I can't keep hiding. But she gives Lily, nay, now, Anne, her apartment. It was a really nice apartment. It was cute. Gives her apartment, gives her the job. So then... Chantrell slash Lily slash Anne now lives her life in Los Angeles. Did she just like take Buffy's name? Yes. Yeah. That's creepy. It yeah. is a little creepy, but it's also like a tribute to Buffy because she found she was so inspired by Buffy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Buffy <laughs> saved her life. I would feel weird times. if someone took my. Also, it's your worth- middle name, though? Yeah. My middle name is Evelyn. 
Well, I don't also, think I would. If someone wanted to, as a tribute, someone who had like needed to go on the run as a tribute to me, chose my middle name. I'd be cool. I mean, if, as long as they don't okay. say Mogi, that would, be weird. <laughs> that would be weird. I would say that, like, in the uh, entire like relationship between Buffy and and Chanterelle Lily, um, she's also kind of indicated that she like tries on identities and like takes okay. all that stuff. And Buffy's like, and I think Buffy actually is like, you can be Anne or something like like she yeah. offers it. Okay, got it. So. And then she's like, okay, great, thank you. And then becomes Anne. And now she's still Anne. Correct. Yeah, I think she's and certainly, Anne Smith in this. Yes, and certainly <laughs> she, as Anne, in this version of her, the angel version of her, is the most uh, settled, sure of herself, adult version we've seen. Yeah, she seems like a grown-up. Yeah, she's a grown-up. And she's doing really good work. Separate from uh, the choices that she makes in the episode, like, she And the choices that place. she makes in the episode aren't that I mean, they're not great, but, like, they could be worse. And they could yeah. be motivated in a worse way. I mean, she accepts money that literally has blood on it. And Here's the thing. My moral... <laughs> I'm more of a ends versus means type of person. And so I'm like, look, just close... Just close your eyes to what happened to get that money there. Because you're going to be able to do so much good yeah, with the money. Yeah, because you can do good with money. And so much good with the well, money. Well, you also think it's okay to rob banks. I, rob <laughs> banks. Do it. I will do it with you. Call me. <laughs> I will rob banks. Don't call during the podcast because I will turn you in. <laughs> um, but I was kind of noticing that like Anne is doing work um, that – or she's like doing good in the way that Angel like wishes he could where mm-hmm. hers is like recognized and above board mm-hmm. mostly and like is legitimized because she's like doing this charity thing. And he – I guess wishes he could just be doing that for that reason rather yeah. than his like redemption. And also like he doesn't get to be recognized as a charity. I don't know. I feel like the show fates towards that at the first half. And then we found out, no, it's so much colder and more cynical because it's he pretends that that he admires her oh. so that he can trick her and manipulate her into doing yeah. his bidding. Like the mm. turn of this episode makes me question all of Angel's intentions from the beginning. Like, I don't know that he admires her. I think he sees her humanity as a weakness he can exploit, and then he does. I think he he's covet he he covets her position, but doesn't necessarily admire her. Like I think he thinks that she is as corrupted as he is. I don't think he does because he he play he would take the like I don't think he does thinks mm. she's corrupted. I think he's playing on the her guilt over that to get her to do what he wants. Which ultimately isn't to expose Wolfman Hart. It's just to win. It's get another notch in his thing. And he could have cost her all of the money. Yeah, it felt... Yeah. I did not like what he did in this episode when he played her at the... Like, the first of all, the charity ball that, like... If anyone tried to put on a charity That's ball so like dumb. that these days... That's insane. No. It would never happen. <laughs> that would never happen. Also, it's just, like, such a fucking lame idea. It's a lame idea <laughs> and, like, man, g- fake guns everywhere yeah. and, like, holding people no up. Way. No thank you. And, like, you're donating your diamonds to charity? And they're... Yeah, what? Who does... Th- you can't You do don't that. take your necklace off and put it in an envelope. No. That's if so I did, sketchy. it would be, like, stage jewelry. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, now we're getting into other areas of morality. <laughs> Donating fake stuff to charity. I mean, I don't. I think if they're coming around with bags and they expect me to put my necklace in a bag, I'm not going to wear a bajillion dollar necklace. Even to if a it party was like, like that. even if it was, I don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody. 
Because they're not asking me if the necklace is real or not. They're just expecting me to put it in the bag. Okay, but it's like, it's Ted Danson. Because The Good Place is the show that came around. And he's like wearing a little bandana, bandana around his mouth. And he's like looking all cute with his like white hair. And he's like, hold up, hold him up. And so like, I'd still just put it in the bag. I don't know why I need to explain it. <laughs> I would like, for me, I just think it's so presumptuous that they think that you should give your necklace. The thing was called a hold-up charity. I think yeah, that so woman wore that like necklace you wear it because she to donate yeah, it. Just like the guy already had an envelope full mm-hmm. with a name on it. $25,000. Yeah. So I think everyone brought something to put in the bag. I, I think see. that so was So her idea. thing was that she was going to bring She was going to donate necklace. a necklace. That, I'm just questioning, like, the why. You, like, You're why? making them then have to, like, get it appraised and get. That's such, like, it's, it's such a bit rich people thing. Ugh, it is very, people. it is very, like, it's like, here's this gift, but, like, it's going to, like, it's such a hassle it's for you to actually accept it. Inconvenience yeah. yeah. you. That's not going to immediately help teen runaways, which is what this is supposed to be for. So this is, like, a weird Ponzi scheme that they have, Wolfram and it's Hart. It's such a dumb thing. Because at first I thought what it was going to be money laundering, but it doesn't sound like it's even money laundering. No. It's it sounds just, like they're just, like, it's a money grab. Yeah. Which so they is, were just going to take most of the money? From yeah. the charity, Yeah. How is there no, like, how, how, because it was like, they're going to give 5%? Yeah. Well, all they were going to say is going to administrative expensive, if anyone looked, but no one was going to look. look. It was just going to be good promote, good uh, attention for the brand. So the partners would see Wolfram and Hart are good, get good publicity and they'd get most of the money. Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't lose, they'd make money and get good publicity. Yeah. I mean, I think that. Charities are now, and the internet makes it really easy to find all that information, but, like, charities are under more microscope now. Yeah. That is true. Because there's I, more skepticism about yeah. how much money is actually going exactly. to them. I remember. What is that website where you can. I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Where you can, like, check, like, mm-hmm. accountability and it'll yes. give you, like, a percentage of, of how much of the money actually goes to the charity. Yeah. I remember because, yeah, it was, like, certainly after this where, like, the first Thing. Remember, everyone was like freaking out about what was it? It was Red Cross and um, the tsunami. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was like the first like big thing where everyone was yeah. like, "Wait, what? Like, how much is administrative costs?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after that, people started demanding more transparency. But I do think this was before it. that. Yeah. yeah. There's been a lot more transparency, which is great because then you can yeah, like because there are so many associations for so many di- different things now. Mm-hmm. You can pick things based on how much. Like what percentage goes to? Yeah, right. If you're looking to donate, yeah. Well, and I think the the show Angel knew how stupid the charity was. Oh, totally. I do think that having to explain it to us twice, Mm -hmm. and then I think they cast the actors, the actors playing actors, really poorly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like those characters should have been really funny and cool. But they weren't. They they were were, like kind of dumb, annoying, and yeah. And the guy's like, "I can't get my agent." I was like, "This is the guy you cast for this? Yeah, this should be the most." fun and interesting character in this whole episode yeah i felt like he looks like he's the most uh, he's like bored and over it well i think that was like i don't know i feel like the show was trying to be like so the show knew like this is a dumb idea this like like this hold up thing is like so stupid and because they have and i think they're trying on too many levels to have like even the characters in it be over it Mm because like Anne is like, it's a dumb concept, I know, but I really want that money. Yeah. So she kind of like frames it in that way. And then to have the actors involved in it too. Being like, this is dumb. Yeah. We know. Right. But yeah. a good actor can say this is dumb and I care about seeing yeah. it. A yeah. bad actor says that and I'm like, 
why did they even give you a line? You should just be an extra. Yeah, that's and true. I'm just I, so I'm literally criticizing that actor oh. <laughs> for his performance. Him and the girl. They were both, and I was like, you were on television in this world? Because oh, yeah, we've met weird. other people who are actors in this world who are magnetic and beautiful and interesting. Yeah. Like, if this is the standard, and then we're going to laugh at Cordelia's performance? That Cordelia was, is yeah. a much better actor than either of these fools, and she's a really bad actor. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of being, and I think that would have been a much, yeah, you're right, like, it would have been such a, like, m- much more enjoyable juxtaposition to have them be, like, really selling the, like, Put them up, yeah. like that kind of thing, and then to have them, like as an aside, be over it. Yeah, that would have been more interesting than to just. I was so disinterested whenever those people were. Yeah, on the that's screen. What I'm it's like because that's the like camp. That's the only element of this episode, really, except for the I guess the video that we watch. That's like camp and fun, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we don't get to have fun because these they're like nothings. Yeah, there's duds, and maybe they're not duds, but they played it like duds. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it's the, if it's them or if it's the direction or what, but it yeah. was, yeah. And then that whole thing of like, why is your character gay now? That I was a little too self-referential. It was so like, oh, we know that in Buffy, like Willow, it, I felt like it was such a like, like Willow um, went from, I guess she was, oh, <sighs> she had a relationship with a guy for the first three seasons, the first four, three and a half seasons, and then started having a relationship with a woman. Got and it. was and not identified as bisexual. Was and identified oh, okay. as gay after her relationship lesbian. started with the woman. Okay. It was a different time. And also, who knows? Yeah. They didn't. And it was also, here's the thing. It was a different time. So like, and bisexual, bisexual erasure is real. And also, I don't think the show, the show was trying to push the envelope that they could. So there isn't even that much exploring, explicitly exploring her coming out. Yeah. There's like her saying it to her best friend and then kind of being insecure about it. But like they never like have a real conversation where Buffy's like, okay, let's let's talk, Willow. Like I, I'm not sure I understand. Like, do you still like boys? Which I think if they did that on This Is Us or that was just the first drama I could think of, <laughs> or even Riverdale or any mm-hmm. like any mm-hmm. modern show, there would be a character being like, you don't have to define yourself, but like I'm just, but I'm curious, I'm curious, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Buffy, the time and place that it was made and how it was made, never really did. Yeah. Um. But yeah, even that, like, you're so you're just like, is that just supposed to be, is that supposed to be funny? Yeah, I mean, I think it was. it wasn't a joke. I think it was supposed to, I think it really was, like, painting any criticism of that decision with the character Willow as, like, being this shallow, dumb, like, just a question, like, oh, are you just trying to do that for ratings? Like, but that's not the point of view of everybody that had questions about that choice to yeah. change mm-hmm. or to write that character in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very dismissive of, God, so what? you don't think it's making fun of the people who ask the question? I think it is making fun of the people who oh, ask okay. the question, and I think it's doing it in a really dismissive and over generalized way. Yeah, and just being like, "Well, this is a like this is the problem you have with it." Pit, like mm-hmm. I don't like, like the, you're deal stupid. with it. Yeah, um, yeah. I I guess that's what it is. Okay, one the whole calling it a hold up ball. I don't, the whole thing is dumb. Yeah, I, like, but I gunshots. I know. Oh, not, I did like, not. That was horrible. That really rubbed me the wrong yeah. way. I was like, there are too many mass shootings these days. Yeah, the like, way. yeah. And I know this isn't these days. This is like fifteen years ago, but still. Yeah, just... uh, there's. Here's the thing. I guess I think it was really dumb, but they could have leaned into it and made it like fun, fun. and dumb. But instead, it was just, just dumb. dumb. Like even the thing. Like what is. What are we supposed to think Anne is thinking when she meets that senior partner? Like, is he I, hitting on her? Does he give yeah. her the creeps? Like, that's, I'm like, what is happening? Be more, 
be more of a demon mm-hmm. or be more of a regular guy. Like, what yeah. are you? I, I don't know. Yeah, it was anymore. like I when you were kind of touching on like if they had leaned into it, it would have been more um, enjoyable. Like, yeah, it certainly made me think of like not to make this about improv, but like when you're watching a scene and someone like makes a half commitment mm-hmm. versus like if you're going to make a risky move, like do it the whole way. Yeah. yeah. Because then it's like, okay, now it, it felt like like I, it felt like a half commitment. Yeah. And it was like, I think at least I would have been able to make a decision on if I really liked this or not, mm-hmm. if it was a full like they committed to it. Yeah. 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 I agree. So maybe it was even like it was written a certain way and then Yeah. In the like the I guess it played into the like twist of the video not mm-hmm. being like, oh god, that video is hysterical. But yeah. that was all the funniest part of the episode. Yeah. It was but so funny. <laughs> but like that whole thing like was it was like a half commitment from Angel too. Yeah. And yeah. it was just like I don't know, the whole that whole little little section kind of lost me because I was yeah. like, this is the charity ball sucks. And I, Angel just did a shitty thing to someone mm-hmm. who, like, wasn't trying to be shitty and was trying to sincerely, like, yeah. help a chair. Like, it was just, I don't know. I didn't like it. Yeah, I, oh, go ahead. No, it's, I agree. Like, it's, I mean, that is who Angel is right now, though. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. he's being a bad person. This is another example of it. I do think the episode did something that is not one of my favorite things, where the episode was conning us. Yeah. And that's okay. be tricked by TV. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love con man shows, but. You have to play. You have to play it fair. Yeah, and they didn't. Like, even the whole thing of his relationship with the the demon Boo with Boone Boone. Okay, oh, Boone. <laughs> I couldn't tell if his name was Boo Boone or Moon the whole time. <laughs> Boo um, is better. Boo is Boo's better because I have. Uh, he introduced himself to Wolfram and Hardy. Goes, you can call me Boone. But I heard you can call, <laughs> call me Boo, Boo. <laughs> which is like a great pickup line. Yeah. yeah, you can call me Boo. Uh, how do you like your coffee, Boo? Um, <laughs> yeah, I name more characters. Boo, I think. Is yeah. The, yeah, that's the that's the message that's of this podcast. Here. I yeah, I just I hate when I don't enjoy being played, and I don't. I guess I don't like my hero character playing a person who is a good person who's only trying to do good. He mm. screws her. Yeah, I the the I think we're seeing uh, not to bring it to Buffy, but like. There's, like, a tinge of, like, the, like, you guys don't understand because, like, I'm the only one that has, like, this higher calling Mm -hmm. sort of thing there going Mm -hmm. on with Angel for sure. But then add on top of that his, like, in order to prove his point, I think that's the thing that he's trying to teach everyone a lesson. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, not everyone needs to be taught a lesson. Like, we the viewers don't need to be taught a lesson. But it seemed kind of like, you thought that? Well, guess what? Like, it seemed just very... Like, know it all and Like, you don't know Angel. We yeah. know Angel. Yeah, and it just kind of, I don't know. It seemed. feels It makes you feel gross kind of after the episode. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah. None, none of this turned out in a way that really helped anybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even the end of her, like, with this bloody money, which, okay, it was in five things and now it's in one thing. Also, I was just like. <laughs> she also touched a lot of that blood. I know. She touched so much of it. Well, but she's now broken. He broke her. I mean, she's I think, now like, yeah, I'll wash the blood off this money. It's fine. Well, I I think that's the thing. I don't think that he actively broke her. I think he was trying to like have her see herself in a way that he's that he thinks he always saw her. 
Because I think he's disillusioned with, like, people doing things just for being But good. he isn't because he used her goodness to get her to put that tape in. If she really was a cynical person who is okay with blood money, she never would have put that tape in. He used the goodness she had left for her to extinguish it so oh. that she would accept the money at the end. Because that's the part that – that's the move of his – I mean, the, the move of, like, lying to Wolfram and Hart with the other demon is one thing. But, like, he played on her trying to do the good thing. I forgot that she In order to do the bad thing. Yeah. And that's the part. And then in the end, she's like, I'll wash the blood off the money. It's fine. Yeah. And you're like, how many times? And also, we've seen this character as a teen runaway. We've Mm -hmm. seen this character try to join a vampire cult. We've seen this character, like, try so many times. And you know she lives in that office, right? Yeah. When she that tries was such a pre- fucking fake lie when she's like, mm, I'm here late sometimes, so sometimes I sleep here. Sometimes She has nothing except no, this charity. Sleep here and night. now she has to hide two and a half million dollars. Yeah. How the hell are you going to use that money? And it was also, I mean, I guess what she could do is she could call the news and be like, I found the stolen money. And like, yeah. then, you know what I mean? And like, so then I'm going to build this new yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. could try to use publicity. Well, if you find stolen money, you can't you ha- keep it. Yeah. Not if it was fundraised. It was already fundraised. The money had already been donated when it was stolen. So if she, had, as the teen oh, center, I said, I found the stolen money, that was, is because it's her money. But then Wolfram and Hart could still yes, pull Yes, they the- could still be like, well, it was stolen and we still get. Not if yeah. she, anou- she could announce, we're breaking ground on this new teen center. It's going to cost $2 million. And she keeps talking to the press. I mean, yeah. yeah. Wolfram and Hart Then they power- wouldn't be able to. Yeah, then right. they would or, sound or, bad. But they're also... They have power and pull. They 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 could could figure something out. Yeah. But I I think, yeah, he left her in a worse. She would have had $100,000 free and clear and not even a troubled conscience because she wouldn't have known what was behind it. And he left her with literally money with blood on it. I just felt like also clean the money. Yeah. Put it under her bed. (laughs) Like, yeah. like Or send an anonymous check. Yeah. Yeah. Like an anonymous donor. Yeah. Also, like, when... I just thought it was a little bit much when he was like, this money has literal blood on it. Like, like the wash mo- the money. I was like, I was like, A, the fucking episode is called Blood Money. They talk it about was, blood and, and money t- so much. Talking about, he so calls much. it Blood Money to her before. <laughs> they and did then not need to he, make the money bloody. Yeah, he gets blood on the money and then is like, look at this blood money. And I was like, Angel, we fucking Calm get down. it. Like, it's like he just took like a English Lit 101 or something and is like excited this is metaphor. Yeah. Okay, like, what if the money had blood on it? I'm going to rewrite the end. Okay. Money has blood on it. Mm. He tosses it on her table. Says it's yours, whatever. It's two and a half million dollars. And she, like, touches the blood, and she, like, looks at it on her finger, and then she looks at him, and he just kind of looks ashamed. And then she says, it'll wash. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have liked it. Because <laughs> all of it would just be implied. Like, it would be implied. Like, he feels bad that he is giving her bloody money, but she's now... Again, I feel like at the end she's been – and I use the word broken sometimes loose. mm -hmm. Like I feel like she is now a more cynical person. She believes less in the good of people than she did in the beginning of the episode. Or doing the right thing. Yeah. I think – yeah. Because she kind of plays at like I would do anything to get this money. I don't really care. But doesn't really know like – because he says all these vague things about like they're corrupt. They do bad things, blah, blah, blah. But, like, doesn't really know the consequences of, like, what this money and He also doesn't give her proof. 
No. Like, the proof is what he was supposed to show her at the charity ball, and he doesn't show no. it to her because it's a dumb video of Cordelia okay, and, and Wesley. What is, guys, can we What's talk? Wesley doing with his thoughts? Yeah. Okay, what is he doing that was taking his clothes off for the video? Do you I think it was no a idea. sexy time video? I think he was just trying to, I don't know. He I, was shaking like, his thigh a the lot. The point of that video is very lost, but yeah. also, do we need one? No, no I'm so <laughs> glad it happened. I, I could have I gone another two minutes of it. I also really, I thought Charisma Carpenter did such a great fucking job when she's like doing those lines and then mm-hmm. she has that like far away look and she's like, I don't get why I'm not working. <laughs> like I <laughs> loved that. I thought she really, like that was so good. She's such a good actor. Yes. Um, And I like her haircut. I thought it was and really it was cute. cute. Yeah. I wrote Cordy's hair is so cute. It is. It's real cute. Um. Oh, ugh. Remember when that partner says that he wants to be the heart and Wolfram and Hart? Yeah. I wrote, good yeah. God. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's weird that they put the dead guy in the commercial. I was like, Holland, okay, why so is he still there? Three also, episodes, wait, I had a qualm oh. with this too. Sorry. But this guy, they put the like dates of when he was born yeah, and when gonna, he died. I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. He was brutally murdered three episodes ago. Okay. By Darla, the person okay. that they turned. That wasn't my question. They said that he was born in 1951 and that he died in 2000, which would make him 49 years old. That guy is 60 in that video. No, that guy is 67. Yeah, he is old as yeah, hell. I he is can, not, I not believe years But he's old. been a partner for a long time, so it. Makes I don't. It. Yeah, 40. Yeah, 49 years old. Not happening. Yeah, I get, You know what? It's a stressful job. <laughs> I'm sorry that he was brutally murdered. <laughs> no, it's okay. He was kind of evil. I just, I just brushed it off, but I was more upset of the fact that the yeah. casting was. Or the dates on that were, like, really not... Yeah, I think that something... Yeah. Do you think that was, like, the agent of that actor was like, we can't say that he's 67. <laughs> we can't say the truth. I don't... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think Wolfram and Hart ages you. <laughs> I think it does. It's soul-sucking. I mean, because Lindsay is 19. <laughs> Lindsay is a young buck. Is he really? No. no. Okay. Because I was making a joke. <laughs> Good. Um... Okay, should we move on to Yeah, because I don't think I have any other... Oh, they play one of my favorite Dixie Chick songs when they're at the hold-up ball. I liked it. Which one? It's called Let Her Rip. Oh, I didn't really hear any of the music. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't listening. Like, fixated with my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was focusing on how everyone at that party looked like they were having a terrible time. It looked so uncomfortable to be there. Oh, I have one more thing. Uh. Uh, the show overestimates how much I give a fuck about er- Merle. Oh, yeah. I d- could never see him again. I'd be happy. Yeah. I liked him better in Happy Anniversary than I did in Blood Money, but... What does he do in Happy Anniversary? He's, like, with Angel the whole time. That's not Merle. Oh, who's Merle? <laughs> That's Lauren. Merle, Merle is, like, the guy who lives in the sewer Are and stuff. Are they both green? They're both uh, green. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, they're totally different people, though. Oh. Yeah. Well. And that would explain why you like <laughs> yeah, him a lot better. Guy, yeah, I, love, I like him in the second one. He's great in the second one. <laughs> in the second one, he's awesome. Oh, yeah. I super don't care about Merle then. Yeah. <laughs> when they were but showing also, him. And being... how does everyone know where his secret lair is? Everybody. Everybody well, he's knows. like, so many people showed up. His character is a snitch. Like, his character is, like, the guy oh, on the okay. street that you go to for information. So, Got like, it. he works all the sides is the idea. But it, Okay. But in the last three episodes, he just gets beat up by all the sides. Yeah. So there's a point of, like, what is your point? I'm really glad that that guy in the second episode isn't the same as yeah. that guy in the yeah. first episode. <laughs> Sorry, they're both green and have horns. Yeah. And I could not tell them apart. 
Well, yeah. you had to take time, take turns like watching and listening, so it's like hard to focus. <laughs> You're focusing with your <laughs> eyes, eyes or your ears. Your ears. Yeah, no, he's great. I was so happy to see some more Lorne. I love Andy Hallett. I voice of an angel. It's beautiful. <laughs> At first, I thought it was Celine. Yeah, it sounds so much like <laughs> yeah, like Celine. <laughs> um, but he's singing up a storm in that he lobby, yeah. as he should. What is that? Is that where Angel lives? Mm-hmm. He lives in a hotel, but nobody else lives there. They all used. Well, no, they all used to work out of there. Okay, he like. He bu- he, the hotel looked- was abandoned for a long time, and then he bought it and like cleaned up some of the rooms. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen that place before, but then I got confused about where it actually was. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he I'd moved in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he like has history with the motel- hotel. He got killed there once. Oh shit! But mm-hmm. like not real because he's a vampire. <laughs> and then one woman lived there for fifty years and never left her room, but oh, somehow no. survived. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, the, uh, mm-hmm. I was just noting the that crop sweatpant is taking the WB in 2002 by storm <laughs> because we have now seen that on Buffy and on Cordelia. Yeah, when Cordelia is like cleaning out. Well, that was like the that was the yeah. thing in 2002. Cut off sweatpants. Yeah, they loved them. <laughs> they loved. Them. They loved them. Um, David Boreanaz is looking really old in this episode. He looks. So old. He I didn't looks, get why. Because usually he looks younger. But he, man, he looked old. Maybe he had a long weekend. <laughs> or maybe he got in a fight with a makeup artist. Oh, <laughs> I love the two-headed demon that we saw in the karaoke scene where oh, he had yeah. one head in his belly. Yeah. He's singing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so basically, Lorne is there to be like, tomorrow the apocalypse is going to happen. And we have to stop it. So well, he can and see also people's, get your life together. He can see people's mm-hmm. futures while they're singing. Yeah. I figured that out. Yay. <laughs> uh, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a great thing to be able to do. I know. Yeah. Because, like, it's not, spe- it's not general enough that, like, you could just do it just by, like, looking at mm-hmm. you. Um, but it's, like, it's still a great. Like, I like that he chooses to hang out at karaoke bars. Yeah. <laughs> he owns that place. Oh, he, he owns Caritas. Oh, nice. I also Good like the idea of like when you're singing, you're like more vulnerable, and mm-hmm. so like the that stuff kind of falls away, and then he's able to see like the truth of your aura, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also he does own that place, so maybe he should make sure that there's fresh grapefruit. Yeah, I like, was so confused. I was like, who? Like, why are? You, where's the problem in communication here? Where is this can of grapefruit yeah. juice coming from? Yeah, yeah. Like, place a different kind of order, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Or, like talk to your GM. Like the yeah. bartender. Is not trying to make you a bad drink. No, it was very interesting. And he was so, or he's just mean. I think he's just being a diva. I think that's the thing. He's just a he diva. likes to be a diva. He likes to be a diva. Yeah. I mean, you saw his outfits. That <laughs> banana yellow suit was amazing. It was pretty great. He kind of looks like the mask and <laughs> like the mask. Somebody stop it. Um. So okay, and then so we figure out that the apocalypse is going to come about at 10 p.m. the next night. With yes. <laughs> Somehow connected to this, like, schlubby dude that we learn is a physicist. Yeah. Doctor man. But we don't know all of that. That's all drippy grabby. That's, like, trying to figure out. Yeah. Or, like, the audience knows some of it soon. Mm -hmm. This episode wasn't trying to trick us. No. It was very, like, step by step by step. This played played it straight with us. We knew everything that Angel knew. (laughs) We knew more than Angel for most of it. Yeah. Because he didn't even know about 
he didn't know the guy was a physicist until they went to the library. Oh, right, because know, we cut to him. Yeah, That's we saw. Right. We spent a lot of time with the villain in this. Um, the uh, when they when we first go to the lab and it's not on the the doctor man, it's on like the two physicists, mm-hmm. the carpet mold guy, and then the sassy girl. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were trying to early on in this episode like justify the like garbage dude stuff that happens later yeah um by having the uh that sassy scientist be like extra sassy and be like i know you're gonna call me a bitch but if you do i'll like fucking kill you or whatever she says i don't remember exactly but like i feel like they were trying at the top to like counteract and i don't think it like i liked it in the moment but that it doesn't balance out what happens later yeah that's not how that works but i i may have a hot take that you guys don't agree with oh my god what and i don't didn't even catch her name because i don't know if we know the girlfriend should have broken up with him so much longer ago. Oh my they, god! When they are when she comes down those stairs and they stand three feet apart, yeah, don't look happy to see each other. Like, what is she, what is she doing? Why yeah. is she with him? She, I and it's not. I'm not saying like in a gendered way. Like women shouldn't do that to men, but like humans. Yeah, yeah. what is it she, wasn't nice. The, every sympathy night, bone yeah. is not a sympathy bone. And That's like every night no. he's singing mm. sad songs at karaoke bars. Like he's clearly upset. He's yeah. upset, and you don't like him that much. You should have yeah. broken up with him. So, like, did you guys used to be affectionate? Did you used to like each other? You should have broken up when that stopped happening. Yes, it's crazy that he wanted to stop time in the moment of his orgasm. That but was before, but like, that, that, that was so bad. But, da- but before that, like, it's like the making of a supervillain. Like, she is so callous to his feelings. Because he is a human being and you don't like him, stop dating him. And she, like, keeps framing everything as a, like, well, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Which is, like, such fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's a fucking Band-Aid. Just rip it off and, mm-hmm. like, you'll like you'll both be happier. Yeah. Stringing him along is just going to hurt him more. Yeah. It's so narcissistic also to be, like, I'm the center of everything. Because guess what, lady? He's sad now. Yeah. He's singing sad songs all over time. He's singing all by myself mm-hmm. when he's been dating you for a, a year. A year. So, yeah. like, he's... Don't worry about his little feelings. Yeah. Like, it's going to make you feel bad to break up with him, but, like, get over it, dude. Yeah, it is very weird how she's just, like, I feel like he's hollow. Like, we don't have this connection. <laughs> so mean. When she's, like, I just feel like he's not ha- – or he he doesn't make me happy or whatever. But, like – Watching him over here, that was really hard. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. <sighs> he's and sort he of was, hollow. He was so hollow. happy at that moment. Yeah, he Because was. he had just figured out the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he and wasn't going to use it for bad stuff. He did a yeehaw. Moment. He did. He, he said did. I, he said yeehaw. Also, why did they throw in that? Why did she have to be used to be a scientist and now she's an actress? Because I think they were like, she's so beautiful, she cannot be a scientist. <laughs> but how would they have met in like some in intro some to organic. intro class? Yeah, you know, and like that's before when she, she changed her path. Yeah, because like she realized she was too beautiful to be a scientist. I know, but she stayed for like I don't know that scene of the two of of when she shows up at the lab. It's so clear that she, like, knows how to be happy to see someone because she's super happy to see her mm-hmm. friend. She's super happy to hang out with her friend. She doesn't want to be in the same room with this guy. Yeah, he gives her yeah, these creepy crawlies. Fast. No, like, it was like, like, let's kiss. And she's like, mm. Yeah, no, it was like the, like, she had more chemistry with that girl. Yeah. I, was, I, with, I almost for a second was Oh, I was like they're having an affair. Yeah. Or like he was really I just a beard it. this whole time. Yeah. I would have completely like, God, believed please, that. please, then go be with her and stop stringing oh, him along. I think then I would have been more on his side if he like shows up to tell her the news and oh, finds and she's them like, like in, a in bed, like oh, having pillow talk. And in pillow talk, she's like, I guess I'll give him a sympathy bone. I've been like using him as a beard, oh but we should be together openly. <laughs> That'd be a better episode. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a better episode because as it stands – 
It is. She's no reason. I mean, not no reason to leave him, but like, she's just like, she just seems so shitty for stringing him along and for like, for no reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why is this happening? Like, yeah. At least if she was like, like self conscious about coming out and was Mm -hmm. like really nervous about her. Like, it's a more legitimate reason to string him along. Totally. But it's just like her, like telling her friend, I don't want to hurt his feeling and her friend, his feelings. And then her friend, like, kind of believing her. Like, that seems to validate some, like, well, the shitty friend, behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the friend first is like, you, what, you're going to, what, you're going to give him a sympathy bone? Yeah. And, and she's, then she's like, like mm-hmm. yeah. And she's like, I guess you are. Yeah. But only after I ate some really bland okay. chicken Alfredo. <laughs> Which, like, they each ate three bites, three bites. of. <laughs> well, <laughs> they wasted so much food. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they were going to stop time and live in one moment forever. I know. It was just going to go bad there while I they were. No, it was caught. never going to go bad. It was never going to go bad. Oh, no, but it was because he thought it was just going to be the bed that stuck in time mid orgasm. Wait, so he seriously thinks that nobody's going to come in. <laughs> like, it's not going to get paid. Well, like, people yeah. are going to wonder where they are. But I just I don't think he's it was care an unrealistic stuck in that moment. right. He is just plan. crazed. He it was, was a bad plan. I did like that. She's like, oh, he has all these plans for her anniversary. He's gonna cook me dinner at his place. I know. I was like, you've what are together- all these plans? Yeah, I was no, like, I know. you've been together a year, and this is a big deal. Yeah, he's gonna throw. He's gonna schlep together some fucking noodles, and I a feel bowl. like that's that's like a third date thing. Yeah, like yeah. when she was like, she like walks in, she's like, this is really beautiful. I was like, what? You like lit a candle? Like what? <laughs> like I did not. Ew, unimpressed. <laughs> so I was just having issues with her shirt, too. I was just yeah. like, God, like, everything, this just seemed like such a terrible relationship. And mm-hmm. also, it didn't help that um, he looks exactly like one of my friends. Oh, no. And so oh, I no. kept being like, oh, my God, is that Drew? Like, I was like, <laughs> oh, no. He's cute, though. Yeah, I'm like a befuddled scientist who wants to stop time mid-orgasm. Like. <laughs> no, I can, you know what? I can... Hook you up with Drew if you want. <laughs> <laughs> want to touch secondhand fame. <laughs> Wait, what? From him looking like I, fame? Yeah, yeah, fame. <laughs> fame is kind of a stretch. <laughs> that was where I was, I was like, uh, um, weird thing. Things. Drew's dad used to be the stunt coordinator for Buffy. Cool. Oh, so it, it is secondhand. Yeah, that coordinator um, gets way more, yeah. uh, way more accolades than this. Yeah, will be Doctor Man. <laughs> Doctor Man. Um, okay. Also, when they go to that one, when they're going to all the karaoke bars, and they get to the last karaoke bar, which of mm-hmm. course is the one that they meet a bartender from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That was not an LA bartender. Yeah, Chicago. Um, no, that was not a bartender. Yeah. Um, not even like a dive bartender in LA. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that guy was um let's just not. Uh, <laughs> that guy was like uh he's a character actor. <laughs> he's in a lot. He is. He's in a lot of things. He's in a ton of things. Yeah, I've Did seen, you look him up? seen his face before. No. I just was like I've seen him everywhere. <laughs> seen him everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um I liked him though. I liked him and I liked his yeah. singing. Yeah. yeah. Good singing. Yeah. Um, can we talk about those uh, droopy-eyed, awful people? Oh my god! Yes. I hated them so much. <laughs> I found them terrifying every time they came on screen. <laughs> droopy eyes are for basset hounds only. Yeah. I'm like not okay with these people. They these all, demons. Yeah, they looked like panda men, <laughs> and they like creepy <laughs> panda men. And they showed up at the worst times, and they had the like really scary looking weapon. Yes, I hated that like <laughs> weird axe, like the pointy axe, mm-hmm. and. I just actually I did laugh out loud 
when he was like all frustrated and he's like doing his little experiment and he runs away and then they're just behind those <laughs> tanks the whole time. And I was like, they've just been sitting quietly. And then like after seeing that, they're like, he's the one. I was like, what? <laughs> also, he should have been wearing safety goggles. What was he doing? I, he's, he's dropping liquid mercury. And then he left the machine on when he, rent, when he ran to go tell his girlfriend and get his heart broken. I know. You know, if he had taken the time to turn that thing off, he might have missed that conversation. We never would have had this episode. Oh. <sighs> missed opportunities. Yeah. Anytime yeah. someone's like setting things up in the bedroom, it makes me so creepy. Like the it may, uh, it's like it setting feels, this up. Yeah. It's like a he's trapping her and he's going to kill her essentially. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's like he's setting up weapons. Yeah. yeah. Or like a trap. Like it I felt yes. very like um Buffalo Bill yes. kind of vibes. I also felt like the pants. the yeah. show didn't think that we were smart enough to figure out exactly what he was going to do, so they had to have him, like, touch the bed a little bit. Yes, and, like, put a rose on it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, touch at that. At least he didn't have the rose in his mouth. Oh, Ugh. my God. <laughs> While he's... I think he, I would have preferred oh. that. <laughs> oh, my God. I felt like yes. that sex scene, they wanted us to vomit. No, it was disgusting. It was so gross. It was so disgusting. Like, I, I was... The feeling of like dread that filled me when she takes off her shirt and lets down her hair and lets down her hair uh-huh. i was like please don't oh, make don't us do watch this, this sex and then yeah. they did like they every really they're like did. rolling around know, under the covers rustings and then Ew. he's getting close so he goes to touch the thing Ugh. also okay i have a question about okay. what he was doing with his hand there was a point where <laughs> did you see this? No. Like, there was a point he, where like, they're like doing a thing, and his hand like goes down, like okay. right as right as he I knows it's gonna go. That. So his hands are here. He turns the he thing, turns the thing, and puts then the he hand lo- back, and then he, he goes, goes like lower. <laughs> and I was like, is he trying to have simultaneous he, that's his ecstasy dream. Uh, forever? Well, he wants to make her happy forever yeah. too. Well, he's like, I'm gonna give her the kind of love that she wants forever. When they discover the bodies, he wants credit for being a good oh. lover. Yeah, yeah, he wants. Fastidious. Okay, so all that was kind of gross, but I feel like the worst gross moment was when it was over, and it just it goes back to, and he's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that was bad. It was like his like misty breath, just all over. Like he's like, I was like, ew, and then a look of disappointment. Yes, he's like, why did I just come? Oh, I finished. I guess you're going now. Oh, I guess I'll see you later. I also just like. I really did not like how little he was punished for his behavior. Yeah. I didn't like how he mm-hmm. just got kind of like a boys will be boys talking to. And which, like became friends with Angel. Yeah, I was like, Angel. That was fucked up what he did. Yeah. That should not have been how that ended. I don't know what the solution is, though. To Like prison? I don't know. Like, I would beat him up. I would just punch him in the head a little and be like, you don't do that. But yeah, I'm I mean, all for vigilante justice. It's so. like it, it's just rapey. It is yeah. well, and it's it's like rape, murder. Yeah, it's all like of it's the bad things. Treating yeah. her as a possession to keep forever encased in amber, even though you know that's not what she wants. Yeah, yeah, and like wanting to have someone just to have them, regardless of their desire to be with you. Can I tell you what I when I read the description, what I thought was going to happen because I had forgotten yes, this please. episode. I was like. Because it's in the description on Netflix, it says, like, a man tries to keep his love alive forever or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so when she comes down the stairs, she kind of has, like, a st- stiff walk. And I was like, 
oh, she's dying. dying. I was like, he's going to keep like her last good day. But no. Which that also Black Mirror episode. (laughs) No spoilers. (laughs) But yeah, he's going to keep his her last good day. And then like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's like still selfish and like maybe bad. But like that's in human desperation. Yeah. That you would do if you love someone. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is so selfish. Uh huh. Because she doesn't want to be with you, bro. Like, honestly, you should cancel your dinner. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that he keeps it after hearing all so that shit. So he goes home and starts boiling some water, <laughs> getting out his noodles. It's like He got Bertoli pasta sauce. Yeah, he's he was like, I'm not sauce. making all no, I'm not making this shit. Yeah, no. And he, like, threw some spring mix into a wooden bowl and then was like, Here's dinner. dinner. (laughs) She's like, this is beautiful. I'm going to eat two bites, own you, and leave. That was so, like, the, oh, that sympathy seems horrible. The sympathy bone and then immediate dumping was like, oof. Yeah. Like, dump him before that. There's no need. Wait, before the bone? Yeah. And then just dump him before the dinner. Dump him when you get to his house. You've stayed with this guy you don't like for a year. Dump him tomorrow. Oh, I yeah. think that's one more day. Yeah, what's, what's one, one more, more yeah. day? But right after the bone was like, ooh. That's so weird. Yeah, because she doesn't know everything that just happened. A sympathy no. bone? That, like, paints her as, like, I'm this fucking goddess. Mm-hmm. And, like, him fucking me when I'm not even in the zone is, like, such a gift to him. Yeah. She was very beautiful, They're but come both on. so selfish and shitty. Yep. Both of them. They should have both just been trapped forever. Wait, that's what he wanted. <laughs> no, but I think you're right because they did play it at the very end that it was like, when you're heartbroken, you got to learn to move on. It's like, no, that's not that's, really the lesson. Like, no. yes, you also should move on. But separate from that, how about you don't think that your needs are more important than other people's and yeah. abuse them? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Doctor can man. we can we talk about uh, the side side story with Wesley yes. Cordelia? Yeah, <laughs> because that whole like five minute scene of Wesley in the house just like talking out like he's playing a game of Clue. I loved it. And I he, loved that. And he's just like going through all the cast of I when we had no other context to any of it. I was laughing the whole time. I loved it so much. It was so good. It was mm-hmm. so good. It was like everything I wanted in a uh, a Wesley and Gun and whatever Cordelia. And moment. I loved that Cordelia was eating those canapes. <laughs> like, that was all she wanted. Yeah, all some crackers. I loved seeing her like see them and being like, "Ooh!" <laughs> like, I loved that. Yeah. Like, girl, there. <laughs> and I, when you see her like pick her teeth yeah. later, <laughs> yeah, I loved that. Um, that but was it was good. really cool, and I loved also like. That when it finished, they were just like, that was really cool. And he was like, yeah, I mean, you just have to, like, be deductive. And and he's proud of himself, too. Yeah. And I, I liked that moment for them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so we, like, come back to them later and they're having their celebration party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know how they know anybody. I yeah. Like, they have no friends. Who are these people? <laughs> they paid people to be there. <gasps> for sure. All oh, those flyers were on the back. It was an invitation to their party. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that guy comes in and he's like. Which one of you is Angel? And that was such a like, oh, yeah. Cut you to the core, huh? Ugh, it's just it's a name. It's just a name. Oof. Wesley. Which, honestly, it is right now. It Angel is. Angel is a jerk who doesn't have morale. Who fired going. them? I think that they are completely, vin- like, they are so right in feeling how they feel. Yeah. Yes. All their emotions feel very earned and justified. Yeah. I'm 
team them all the way with this. And like Angel is just being he's just being like a grumpy boy. Well, he's doing what he believes he has to do. Yeah. And I think that he's right. I think there is something as much of it's wrongheaded noble in that he's like, okay, I know that what I'm doing is dark and messed up and questionably immoral. Mm -hmm. But I and I don't want to drag them into this. And if they're around it's going to be constantly fighting about it or them having to do questionably more, like, doing shitty things. The answer, I think, is for Angel to stop being shitty yeah. <laughs> and to hire him back. Well, I, sure. Don't go, don't go for your weird redemption thing, Angel, and just, like, come okay. down. Sure. <laughs> but it is also true. It's also true. Sorry. It's also true that, like, that Wolfram and Hart, it, as a big bad, is such a big bad. You can't beat them just by being a good person. That's yeah, valid. they're so unwieldy and they're so like it's just this many-headed monster that you can't. That's so, true. I get it. I I don't know how you fight them. It is hard and I think I mean honestly the issue the solution to so many issues in TV shows is just like more communication. And so like cuz he doesn't even trust them enough to like have an honest conversation with them about like look he he had it in kind of like a monologue way where he's like, I'm going to have to do some stuff that like you guys aren't going to like, so you're fired. But like for him to like open up a dialogue and be like, the way that I see things, he's like, if he was like, I've been around for like, a, you know, so many years, I see this big bad, this is like really fucking bad. Mm-hmm. And the only way for me to actually deal with this is to have to do some morally questionable things. And either you're here to help me or you're out but if you're gonna hold me back then you have to step away but like for him to just be like you're fired done it just seems very like he's like being very cinematic he didn't give him the option right and i think if he had like just had a two-way conversation with them (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i think it would have been that's not angel style no and i think he does get so there's wolfram and Hart part but the darla and drusilla part is like he has he feels responsible Mm -hmm. and he also it's going to be very very hard for him to kill them Yes, it will be very hard. And I don't think he believes that his crew could kill. Like, it's not like he could hand it off as a job for any of them. Oh, totally. So he, like, he thinks he's the only person who can kill them. And it's also going to, like, be very difficult emotionally for him to do. Yeah. So I think he also, like, he doesn't want them to, he doesn't want Gunn in a fight with Darla. No. Because yeah. Gunn will die. Yeah. Like, Darla and Drusilla will kill all of his and that's true, too, because he's been evil like them, mm-hmm. and he knows what could happen, is that, like, the friends and family are the ones that are targeted first. Mm. So I think he knows that, but, yeah, it is just, it's a tough sitch, man. It's just, I just wish he wasn't being so mean to them. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to work his shit out. They're, and he's also, like, in a, he's, like, depressed. He is. So he's yeah. also, like, not, like, yeah. seeing the world That's well. hard. This this happy anniversary opened with him looking out a window at night. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know he's depressed. Because yeah, so at night, he could go outside. He could walk yeah. around. No, he doesn't need to be inside. He's looking, he's looking out the window. Yeah. He's, he's depressed, and windows are good. Oh, my God. I don't, I mean, I could be depressed anywhere, but I would love to live in that hotel. I was going to say, I, I can be depressed it. living in that hotel. I was like, sure, I could. But I would try it. <laughs> that hotel... I would love to live there. I, that's one of my dreams. Yes. Or having like a hotel. This is when I was younger, what I thought. Like, <laughs> and maybe I'll write a YA series about this. Yes. But I thought it would be so cool. And then they made Hotel for Dogs, which is sort of my idea. Mm-hmm. But it was like a babysitting hotel where oh. you would like, it would be managed by adults. Okay. But then you would have rooms in the hotel that like 
a babysitter would be in that room. So like you would come like a daycare center, but mm-hmm. it would be like private care and the ba- kids would go to bed at like specific bedtimes. Oh, that's really cool. Oh. And specific things. So it's like pr- that's really cool because like, it's like super separated. Yeah. So that's it's like cool. individual daycare, but in these rooms and you'd use like an old, old, old hotel or an apartment building yeah. to do it. That'd be, cool. that would be really cool. That's really cool. That is cool. But then Hotel for Dogs is kind of that idea. But it's dogs, right? It's I don't know. I think at the very end of Hotel for Dogs, it becomes a business. At first, it's just they take a bunch of dogs and put them in a hotel. Okay, I think it's different enough. <laughs> Ryan, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's different enough that you could do. <laughs> if you dogs and the, kids yeah. aren't quite the same. <laughs> if you've seen the last five minutes of Hotel for Dogs, that's, oh, kind that's of your idea. Yeah. But here's <laughs> the thing. Here's what's different. You're picking up from there. Yeah, you're starting yeah. at the end. But yeah. And also it's kids. It's kids. And I just thought it would be cool. Like it's sort of Babysitter's Club-ish. But yeah. it's – yeah, you should go to a one place mm-hmm. and like your kids get individual care. That's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. will pay for that. I think so. Mm. In Los Angeles at least. Yeah. It's true. Um, I'm trying to figure out what else I have on this. Yippee sheed. None of the windshields broke. <laughs> During that, <laughs> yeah, when the demon got hit by the car, like the windshield should have shattered. Yeah, it totally should have. And did you notice that one of those demons had a ponytail? I did, <laughs> I did notice that. I was like, "What's with him?" Maybe it's a lady. Oh, it's Ooh, a lady one. Lady demon. <laughs> okay, this is semi-related because we talked mm-hmm. about Cordelia's hair. Guys, I think I might cut all my hair off today. <gasps> today, not, okay, not as Cordelia. Okay, but it, I think like a lob. Ooh, fun. Yeah. You know that I'm all about a lob. I know. love a good lob. I just lobbed recently. You did. You look great, but it's, it's sort of copying you. <laughs> That's okay. But there's enough room it. in the lob world for yeah. multiple people to have lobs. Lobs are great. They're very professional. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. I, was like, I want it. And also, I end up wearing my hair in a side braid all the time. Yeah. But it's just because it's like work. It's like takes so long to do my hair. It's mm-hmm. like, because you, your hair is very long. It's very long. Your hair is very long. I remember last time you cut it all off. It was pretty so cool. it feels extra long because it grew yeah. all the way out from there. It did. It, it takes a while for my hair to grow. So it's not like I can't undo this decision. But it would be like saying, mermaid hair, dreams, goodbye. Mm-hmm. It was nice to have you. But to be but honest, I, I did that like two, three weeks ago, a month ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and it feels good to get rid of all of it. It does. I What I usually – well, what I used to do, now I'm like pretty staunchly short hair. This yeah. is pretty long for me. But I used to ha- be like – let it go long, chop it off. Let it go long, and that like feeling, oh yeah, it's so it fresh. Feel, and it's like and the you use ends like a feel blop good. of yeah, a blop of shampoo. It's like nothing. Like you're just like yeah. and then like and your ends like don't feel they feel thicker. You're, you're yeah. somehow mm-hmm. thicker mm-hmm. than the top. How? <laughs> I don't know, I but like, they do. Yeah. They do. <laughs> All right, guys, you convinced me. It's very yeah. fun. It'll be really fun. Yeah, and it's not like you still have hair there. Yeah, so yeah. it won't be like. You can scary. Still, you can yeah. still ponytail. Yeah, still pony. Still pony. Still like probably French braid. Yeah, like, you can no definitely regular mm-hmm. braids, but I can French braid my hair. Yeah, so you'll you'll be fine. I'll be fine. It'll yeah. be so fun. Oh my gosh, and it'll what? feel so healthy. Uh-huh. That's what I'm thinking. It's gonna be brown it's though. So... Oh yeah. I mean, it's brown hair now, but like, but you're my you hair's blonde. Yeah, so it's gonna be. I'm gonna look like a brunette. A brunette. I mean, you are a brunette. <laughs> That's okay. Jen's okay. like, I'm the only blonde in this room, and I will tell you, am I, as my, a blonde? My hair is getting progressively browner as I get older. I like your. Color I mean, of it's hair. blonde right now because I bleached yeah. it. You bleached yeah, it. Pretty cool. <laughs> but it, it's 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 golden brown now. Yeah. I would kind say. Of, yeah. I like your hair. Thanks. I, I like, like your, your hair. hair. I like both oh your my hairs. Gosh. I, I like, like all your hairs. Hair talk. 
I think I'm actually I'm gonna I think I'm gonna grow these out. <gasps> but Ooh. which actually you've only ever both of you have only ever known me with bangs. Yeah. yeah. I like the bangs. Thank you. I like them too. My hair grows crazy fast. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think if I don't like it, I'll just cut them back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My issue is, which I've explained to Ryan, is that I have like a very I have a widow's peak. Okay. And there's always some weird hairs that just will not fucking grow. Yeah. And so they're just like, tink, like right. Yeah. Oh. It's just <laughs> unpleasant. <laughs> so that's why I've had bangs for so long, but we'll see. I was thinking it's fun of to just try doing new stuff. It's yeah. fun to try new things. Like all one like Especially every if, one if it's been a while since you changed it. Yeah. yeah. It's fun to change it. Yeah. I just I yeah, <laughs> like just did it. Just very dramatic change yeah. recently. Yeah. Yeah. It is fun to change it's it. It's fun. I had to you claim to not remember this, but I knew you at this time when I had full teal hair. You had I don't teal remember hair? full teal hair. I had full teal hair from cool. the top to the bottom. And then you I showed you. I claim not to remember. Like <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. No, She's not I, lying. And then I showed you a picture, and you're like, "I guess maybe I remember it." And I was like, "Whatever." <laughs> <laughs> that was Ryan. And you're like, "Oh, the you know what? Ryan will ever get to a lie." I guess <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, I guess. I guess maybe. <laughs> But I was like, Ryan doesn't want to talk about this anymore. We'll move on. <laughs> you made her get so close to a lie. Yeah, I guess maybe. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I sound like when I get caught. Yeah. In, in the thing I didn't know wasn't true. Yeah. I guess um, But I think I wasn't fun. even saying I don't remember at that point. I was like, no, I didn't know you then. That was before I knew you. And then you showed me a picture and I was like, And oh, I was like, it's dated this time. You're like, I guess maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> One of Ryan's least favorite things is to admit that she's wrong. Uh-huh. One of Ryan's favorite things is for someone else to tell her she's right. <laughs> you are so right. That's her favorite. You're so right. Oh. Um, that's real. That's real. Uh, All right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else from these episodes that we must discuss. Oh. I want to show you the picture of my lob. Oh, that you want? Oh, yeah. The look she wants. And your yeah. hair does that, like the like swoopy like the, thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to keep the swoop because the swoop is something I've cultivated. Yeah, yeah. swoops take work. They do, <laughs> they do. a lot of swoops work. don't just happen. No, no. you know it's sunglasses like are really good for swoops if you're like having trouble. Yeah, you put your you sunglasses on your head yeah. while your hair is drying, and they'll it'll automatically help. What with this? I'm telling you. Well, I mean, the bangs I have the, bangs, are, the so bangs are hard, but when you grow them yeah. out, sunglasses on your head while your hair is wet will help. Um, oh my god! Like make that swoop happen. Good to know. That is good. See, life hack. hot tips. <laughs> hot tips. I learned that from a lot of commuting to work and like <laughs> with wet hair and figuring out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if I do this, my hair's gonna look great. <laughs> my sister taught me um, because something she and I both have basically the same hair. Mm-hmm. Um, that so for this length of hair, when you have all one length and you just let it dry naturally, sometimes it, it will flips. flip. And so she's like, wear a scarf while it's oh. wet, and it'll keep it in. Because I w- would yeah, always, I was smart. like, why are you wearing a scarf like right after your shower? And she'd be like, it's for my hair. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she's so, like, yeah. I've got hot tips. I don't know if I even want to share them. Yeah, with you right now. I remember really in cool. like like middle school and high school, I really wanted that flip, and I loved that flip because yeah. it was like the early odds. Yes, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the early on. <laughs> um, but now I hate it when my hair does that flip. I hate I'm like, it when my God, hair does that. Stop. This is it's not the early aughts anymore. I know. I'm like, this is disgusting. I yeah. hate this. I happening. used to hate the curl under because my hair does like if it's especially if it's like a short bob, uh-huh. it naturally will just like curl yeah. under. And I was like, Ugh, that is so dated. This is like a <laughs> mon hair. That's the look. Yeah. That's the look. But I mean, lucky you, you're gonna get that. It's just yeah. when you go, I mean I yeah. know you probably you have so much experience with supercuts. 
warn them like slight layers because they oh yeah love, don't want intense layers yeah they Should love to not, go bananas with layers. what if i said no layers that's what i do i yeah. say all one like no layers please don't like just yeah listen to me please please like no gradation because i no. think because the look that i want it's like it this it's is it super sort straight of, yeah and it's yeah. like kind of it's like modern yes because it's clean I'm, yeah like i'm letting go of mermaid hair which mm-hmm. was my dream for so long. Yeah. But you and know what? Like, you achieve your dream and you move on. Yeah. yeah. Right? You've done it. Next knocked mountain. It off. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like how Angel, you'll <laughs> kill one demon and then he looks to the next demon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Great metaphor. Thank you. <laughs> so Jen, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Sure. Uh, I'll go ahead and plug what I always plug, which is my podcast. My name is Weezer. It's on iTunes and other things. <laughs> um, other places where podcasts live. Other places that don't yeah. matter. And you yeah. you started by going through all of the albums. Yes, we went through all of the albums first, and then we went off on a bunch of tangents. Uh, and we're still going off on tangents that are slightly related to Weezer. So. Super fun. Yeah. Awesome. That's so cool. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Um, please uh, like us. Uh, like us on our Facebook. Talk to us on there. We like talking to you guys. Um, rate and review. That is really supremely helpful um and uh you can follow me on instagram and twitter at kelly Nuji. you can also follow our podcast uh at hellmouthy cool so have a great week guys uh next week we're gonna talk about crush and i was made to love you great from buffy season five awesome we can't wait to talk to you then check you later (laughs) 